0: Kaya, I'm your host, Des Hedlund. I am a proud Nyunga Yamaji man, and you're listening to a brand new podcast, Black Chat, brought to you by the National Indigenous Times. I would like to start by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today, the Wajak Nyunga land. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. So, Kaya Wanji, Nija Wajak Nyunga Budja. My guest today is a friend and a colleague and an all-around wonder woman. Um, I'd like to introduce you to Olivia Tassoni. Hello. Um, To start off, Liv, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, tell us about um, who you are and what you do and also who's your mob and where you come from?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So my name's Olivia Tisoni. I'm 21 years old. Um, I am a Menang Wangai Noongar woman um, and I am the National Practice Manager and part owner for Spartan First.
0: That's great. And um, obviously, you know, Spartan First. Um, so what is your role um, actually as a National Practice Manager? I mean, what is that, what's that in detail for the, for the listeners out there to get an understanding of what you actually do on a day-to-day life?
1: so um as the national practice manager i um, manage the day-to-day operations of um, clinics in across australia i go out doing um, bd work with with yourself des and our operations manager heath and getting clients um, and then just yeah creating business opportunities for the business
0: no it's fantastic and um you, you're our young you're 21 and uh, you're doing some great work within the business industry especially here at spartan first and you know, I want to talk about your early life. As I said, you're 21, so you're still pretty young in age, but I'm sure you, you've travelled around from Australia and, and so forth. So, you know, how big your family? What schools did you go to? You know, where have you grown up? Get an understanding of, of your culture as well, because Sony, the last name Sony, is a, an Italian name, isn't it?
1: It is, a, it is an Italian name, yes. Um, yeah, so I am a only child between my mum and my dad. They both separated when I was younger, so I spent a lot of my time um, between the two houses when I was growing up. I moved to Queensland when I was about eight with my mum. Um, and spent a little bit of time there. And then, yeah, came back here, traveled around, um, around Perth, moved around Perth quite a bit, and went to about five or six schools throughout my schooling life.
0: Well, I, I personally went to about five or six myself, so I think a lot of young kids, especially when they live in the country and travel around, um, get to meet some fantastic people and friends all over the nation, so.
1: Yeah
0: let's go let's go back to your um your early life obviously we spoke about you know all the schools you've been to and I you mean know, where you grew up and that but yeah let's talk a bit more about your father and his background and your mother's background and you know the the aboriginal and the um the italian side as well which i've got a lot of cousins my, my uncle was married to an italian as well so big family so i know exactly or i've seen um you know where where, where and I'm can imagine the family you grew up in
1: so yeah, but my parents being separated, I have quite a big family now. So I have a stepmum and a stepdad as well, and um, siblings on both my dad and my mum's side. Um, so I've been really fortunate to to grow up with a big family, even though I am an only child between my mum and my dad. I spent growing up a lot of time, you know, between the houses. So my dad's side, my dad is really adventurous. So whenever I would spend weekends with him, was always out um out you know at my pop's farm you know going to waterfalls going to the beach um, and then you know going back to my mum's house it's really like chilled out so it was nice to kind of have a little bit of a balance between the both um yeah very very much a mix um in my nationality so my dad is aboriginal italian um, aboriginal on my nan's side and italian on my pop side um yeah so my dad um You know we're still at the moment really trying to find ourselves within the indigenous community my nan um was a part of the stolen generation and my dad grew up in foster care and um you know he hasn't had a we haven't had a lot of connection to that side of things you know speaking to my dad he always says that he used to experience a lot of racism when he was younger but he never really had a mob to fall back on because he didn't really know his family he we're really like the past few years we've really been trying to find that um and obviously my nan passed away when she, before she was 50 so it was really tricky to kind of find that side of find that side of him and you know embrace that indigenous indigenous culture um my italian side comes from my pop um and he we have a massive italian family my pop scott Probably you know like six or seven sisters. Uh, my my great nan is still is still alive, which is great.
0: Well, best of both worlds, obviously. And you, you have got a, a couple of brothers, and I heard one of your brothers is a budding actor. He
1: is, yes. He um he's probably going to love that he's mentioned in this podcast. Uh, yeah, he's in Red Dog too, and he um's travelled around Australia quite a bit. In touring with the Sapphires, so yeah, You
0: have to bring him in to a bit of a uh, marketing and promotional day at Spartan First. You know, as you know, you you combine with two different families, and as you said, you get best of both worlds and. We have we've, we've looked at with Spartan first, obviously with yourself to open up in Queensland on here you spent a lot of time in northern Queensland. Yes, yeah. yeah. Talk a bit about that. Yeah, so
1: when I was um when I was eight years old I moved over to Townsville with my um, mum and my stepdad. My stepdad was in the army. So yeah, spent about three years up there from year about four to year seven. Um, and then came back. So I love it up in Queensland. It's like good weather.
0: Yeah, no. North Queensland's a great spot and as you know, and you're heavily invested in this, is that we're looking at Spartan first, you know, going there eventually and I'm sure you'll spend a bit of time um, reconnecting back that way and just on that as well, what was the pathway that led you from school to where you are now into this industry? Because I know you have been in the occupational health industry before Spartan. Um, Just want to, you know, sort of talk about um, year 12 moving into where you are now in terms of the business side of it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, when I moved back from from Queensland, I kind of went on a little bit of a a rough path when I was, you know, year seven and eight um, and then started getting my mum and dad kind of pulled me back into line um, around year eight and nine and started really focusing down on my school work so I went through a bit of tough stuff between you know in the in the teenage years which kind of got me interested in all the mental health and health side of things yeah so then year 12 kind of came around I didn't do ATAR I did but I dropped out of it and I realised that I had a a bit of a passion for health and I didn't know which um, kind of direction that was going to go to. I was looking into you know mental health nursing, nursing, paramedicine um, and then kind of it all just came together. So when um, when I left school I started working with my auntie at a recruitment agency for about three months um, and that didn't, didn't work out. Then I got a job at another occupational health centre, um, which was for about a year and I was just a medical receptionist there um, and then had the opportunity to come over here and really focusing on indigenous health, occupational health and become a part owner of this business as well.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic, and you know to see that passion of yours, you know, all through high school and obviously going into you know work experience, you know, working with Yarni in the in the recruitment side of things. So you would have you would have seen that first hands of booking medicals and so forth on one side of the um on one side of the table to yeah. getting involved in the business. And now you know it's great to see that you're you're doing fantastic here at Spartan First, and and as and an owner as well, you've actually run the show live, so which is which makes a lot of our jobs easier. <laughs> this is, the next question is obviously um. Uh, it's probably your own sort of, your own opinion in terms of things, but, you know, why do you do what you do? You probably did mention it just previously in terms of of the health side of things and the passion was there, and and I know you spoke about paramedics quite a bit as well. You know, maybe we can look at, you know, one of those capabilities down the track that you can control and look at, you know, so, you know, you you did mention it, but you want to uh, elaborate a bit more on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think now being in Indigenous health, I mean, the reason I do what I do is mainly because I'm passionate about it, you know. I, I've i seen firsthand within my own family um, issues that, that come from the gap that, you know, we talk all the time here about closing the gap, but the problem is the gap is widening. My auntie passed away three days ago and she um, was only 40. Um, my nan and her three younger brothers passed away before they were 50 and that is just...
0: I yeah, no, take your time. Um, it, it is an unfortunate you know factor that we live in in terms of indigenous health in this country and the gap is massive and widening every day and you know to have yourself and, and, and the likes of, of great um, leaders in our communities are To get involved in this industry and try and make a change is fantastic
1: my auntie my nan and her three brothers all passed away from health issues that were preventable Um, so that is the reason that i do what i do because i want to make a difference in the community the health of our community um, and close the gap
0: yeah no look live as i said before with most um, of our community and our own close families who who died a young age because of the health gap is, is unfortunate and um, you know like you know, I've lost my aunties and my uncles you know regularly and you know diabetes is a big issue in our community you know with um, legs getting cut off and toes getting cut off and people on dialysis and so forth and you know hence why we're in this industry you know to try and create some sort of change and you know emphasize with you and your family and yeah
1: exactly and that that is the reason that I do what I do is because you know I'm passionate about it and in this business that we are in the at the moment the sky is the limit with what we can do and you know we can we can make a difference and and that's what that's what i want to do
0: as i always say you know you make change one person's life you've done something incredible so it's um yeah you know, it's good to be in that health sector and and it's great me personally watching you grow too as a young a young kid and move into this sector and the last sort of 12 months so looking forward to seeing where you can control this company one day and where you can take it um, and I can do a Clinton Wolf and sit back and do nothing. I'm
1: coming for your job Des.
0: You can have it, no. <laughs> Liv if you had one moment that you could look back on as a point you know of significance in your journey you know what would it be? You know, it could be um, a mentor that's guided you through school or a sport, um, you know, it could be family.
1: Yeah I think I think there's a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different thing that's happened that kind of has made an impact on on who I am today and where I'm at. I think, you know, starting in the in the business with my auntie and my and my stepmom, you know, when I first left school, opened up so many different doors and opportunities um, for me. And you know, my auntie introduced me to Clinton, who you know started this business and. I think Clinton has had a really big impact on me as well because he has he saw something in me that you know I didn't really see in myself at the time and he has always had confidence and has always pushed me to be a better person so I think you know those those two kind of scenarios and those you know Clinton and my auntie and my stepmom have have made a a big impact on where I am today
0: you know it's fantastic and, and those three people alone um have had great you know careers within their own right in terms of in terms of business but life experience as well and you can always you know obviously people look at sometimes their sports stars as heroes or mentors but nine times out of ten it's those community-based family mentors that get you through everyday life and mm. you know, it's fantastic to hear that and you know like in terms of you know your own personal gain as well i know you started playing football last year
1: i 30, did 30, yes 39. I did
0: first <laughs> yeah. time playing. I won't mention the team because they're a competitor of mine. But <laughs> I tried to recruit you to the mighty Nolamara Football Club, but you you denied it. Premiership winning women's team too, just just quietly. So um yeah, I went out and um I played against Liv's team, the men's team that is. Not and, my um, team.
1: That would have been weird.
0: <laughs> I um yeah went a bit earlier because. Uh, I knew Liv was playing, so number eight, were you?
1: Number eight, yeah.
0: Number eight, running around. So um, yeah, it's great to see women getting involved in football, and, and that game's growing every day. And um, you know that that side of things as well, in terms of health, but also um, you've just done recently, you know, moving forward in your life and the next the next steps to taking that next steps. So you want to share a bit about that? And
1: I'm yeah, pregnant. I'm pregnant. No, no, I'm, going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stand <laughs> still, <Well, laughs> please. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, I think if you would had asked me at 15 where I'd be when I was 21, I definitely wouldn't say I would be where I am now. You know, as a um, a business owner, a Spartan first, and I've almost paid my car off, and I am building a house, which is is crazy to me. Um, I give that to you know all to the opportunities that I received from my auntie and from Clinton and you know all of that sort of stuff but I wouldn't have I would I could not have told you at 15 that I'd be I'd be here where I am.
0: That's fantastic and you know for any young kids out there listening um, in terms of you know a 21 year old you know six years before that and not as you know 15 16 year old men boys or girls Mm. don't know where they want to be you know what I mean so that's great. That's a great story within itself. Um, you know, moving towards the next steps and creating a future for yourself, which is which is great. And um, you know, like that sort of builds on now to sort of you know what. You know, what is what is the vision? Like, what do you see? You know, where Olivia, where's Olivia to going to be when in nine years' time, when she's thirty? Oh,
1: probably in your position, Des.
0: Well, hopefully, that's in like <laughs> six months or twelve months I live. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I mean I don't know I think there's um, I definitely want to stay with Spartan first because I love the values and you know what we stand for here and you know like I said before the sky's the limit here so what we might be thinking of now will not be what we're thinking of in nine years time there is so much opportunity for this business and you know for me in this business that um, I have no idea where I'm going to be but I hope it's it's in a positive in a positive place and I hope we have made difference to thousands of people's lives
0: and on that you know what what advice um, would you pass down to the next Olivia or the next young lady and boy or girl that wants to you know create that opportunity for themselves wherever they come from whatever background they are you know what do you what do you sort of you know what sort of advice do you give to those sort of people that are looking at you now listening to this going how can I be Olivia to Sony one day? I
1: think the, the best thing to do is to find something that you're passionate about. And, you know, when you're younger and you're just starting out, knowledge is so much more powerful than money. So, you know, you could be on a salary of $30,000, but take the knowledge that you know is surrounding you we i'm surrounded by so many people out in this business alone that have you know 40 50 years experience in business and indigenous health and you know just learning from them every day is is worth more to me than the money that i'm on no
0: absolutely and that's a great uh, mindset to have well liv thanks again for your time today it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you and getting a great insight of your family life and your own your own life as well in terms of where your your vision and uh, where you want to take um, your career. Um, looking forward to um, you know seeing that develop over the years and and I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Jess. I'm excited to um to let you guys all know what we've been doing with Spartan First in the next coming years. We have more yarns coming for you soon. So until next time, stay safe, stay strong, stay deadly. Black chat.